welcome back. And if you're new here, I am your host, Anna May. I talk about animals from sea creatures to zoo creatures to dogs, cats, snakes, lizards, and any other type of animal that you can think of, even bugs. I've talked about butterflies. I also talk about fun facts for kids, like where did popcorn and candy come from? Some of the videos that I've created, I will tell you. So you'll have a sense of idea of what my podcast is about. My podcast is very interesting. I've talked about ragdoll cats, which are adorable. I have talked about Bombay, bone and skeleton facts, Maine Coons, the world of Marvel, unicorn history, cat breeds, the what the well that was weird. I have talked about dog dog finding your forever. Um close up photography pipefish, microphotography, cave bears, stars and planets, zoology, twilight sparkle, photography, stick up mash, big hero six, Nancy Drew, peanut characters, summer for kids, American tree sparrow, Mary Kate and Ashley, beanie babies, popcorn, snails, Corella, Morning Dove, Tinkerbell, Pizza Facts, Giant Pandas, Potato Chips, and so much more. I hope you all will enjoy my podcast and stay to learn something fun and educational. But the key hint here is fun. And welcome to Not So Fabby Sweet Any May. Uniquely Sloths. Yes, I know the name is long. And I am going to be doing this podcast every, looks like, Monday. Okay, Monday. Mm-hmm. Wednesday. Friday, Saturday. Today we're going to be talking about this vegan cookbook I got. Just because, well, I actually wasn't sure uh, what to make for dinner and this might help. Or I might just do my usual. We'll see. It depends on my mood or how I'm feeling. Vegan cookbook. Delicious plant-based recipes for any occasion. Orchard crush juice. Black bean sliders. Pecan waffles. Let's read the back of the cookbook. Discover the exciting world of vegan cooking with the delightful recipes in this beautiful collection. An introduction to vegan principles and ingredients will get you started and more than a hundred recipes will keep you going with amazing and satisfying options for every part of your day from breakfast to dessert. You'll never miss the milk and meat. I drink milk and dairy. So I'm a vegetarian, not a vegan. 
but I don't like eggs and I don't like seafood because most of the seafood when I did blood test it came back almost allergic to it so if I could eat seafood which grosses me out more than other meats I couldn't I'm also a vegetarian not a vegan huge difference but I have noticed some inconsistencies with vegan and vegetarian cookbooks that I do and don't like so I do eat dairy and I only eat eggs if it's in something and that's very rare like it's only here and there and like special occasions or if my B12 is so bad that I don't have an option uh, it's either egg or get a eat meat I'd rather just eat that so they got vitamin B12 which is um know your nutrients vegan pantry advanced label reading we'll go through all this part later I'll just want to get to a recipe first okay so breakfast and smoothie juice let's see what they have avocado toast okay one half cup the rod frozen peas two tablespoons lemon juice one tablespoon minced french tangerine i don't think i can eat tangerines i haven't had one so my guess is no <sighs> one fourth teaspoon plus one eighth teaspoon salt divided one eighth teaspoon black pepper one tablespoon olive oil or if you're allergic to olive oil substitute with something you can eat before you end up having an allergic reaction like i would <clears throat> one tablespoon pt's raw pumpkin seeds four sliced heavy whole grain bread toast one avocado see i do my avocado i don't really do toast i do avocado bagel it's so different from this combined peas lemon juice Tango, one fourth teaspoon salt and pepper in small food processor. Pulse until blended, but still chunky. Or combine all ingredients in small bowls and mash with fork to desire contrast. Heat oil in small saucepan. Over medium heat, add uh, raw pumpkin seeds. Cook and stir one to two minutes or until toasted. Transfer to small bowls. Stir in remaining one eighth tablespoon salt. Spread about one tablespoon pea mixture over each slice of bread. If making one serving, place the remaining pea mixture in a jar or container and store in the refrigerator for a few for a day or two. Cut avocado in half, lengthwise round pit. If making one serving, wrap the half with the pit in plastic wrap and store in the refrigerator for one day. Cut the avocado into slices in the shell. Use a spoon to scoop the slices out of the shell. Arrange the slice on the toast, top with toasted peepees, peptides. P-E-P-I-T-A-S, mix two servings. Oh, pecan waffles. Okay, no. I'm gonna go over some of the ones I'm looking at for dinner. I do want to try this one, but I don't think I have the energy to do it after today when I go grocery shopping. But I do want to try this because I like black beans. 
black bean sliders, six tablespoon boiling water, two tablespoon ground flaxseed. I have no idea what flaxseed is. My stepdad and I are gonna have to talk about this because I wanna make it, but I don't know what some of these things are. One can, 15 ounce black beans, rinse and drain. I do have black beans. Two cloves of garlic, one fourth tablespoon salt, one, two chopped onions, two tablespoons freshly chopped parsley. Can I have parsley? I can have basil. I can have, I don't remember if I can have parsley. I've never had parsley. Great. Might have to substitute it. One cup plain dried breadcrumbs. Two tablespoons vegetable oil. Yay, I can have that. 32 minute whole wheat pinto bread. Cut in half horizontal. Slice avocado and salsa optional. Good, because salsa makes me sick. Combine boiling water and flex seed in small bowl. Let stand until cool. Preheat oven to 375. Spray baking sheet with nonstick cooking spray. Combine flex seed, mixture beans, garlic, and salt in food processor or blender. Process just until smooth. Add onion, bell pepper, and parsley. Plus and pulse until combined. Stir in breadcrumbs. Okay, shape mixture into 32 one-inch patties. Place some prepared baking sheet. Brush patty lightly with oil. Bake 10 minutes, turn over. Bake 10 minutes or until firm and heated through. Serve in pito with avocado and salsa if desired. Make 32 minute sliders. Oh, that's good to know that's 32 minutes. Ooh, this one I really want to try. I actually used to love getting this before I had all my allergies. Bruschetta. Bruschetta bread. For pump tomatoes, seeded and diced. I do have tomatoes. I have like one large tomato. I don't think I need to... I mean, I could... We have other tomatoes. It's just very curious what kind of tomatoes. One half cup packed fresh basil leaves, firmly chopped. I do have basil. Five tablespoons olive oil divided. I can't have olive oil, so I'd have to substitute. Two garlic cloves minced. Two tablespoons freshly chopped oil, packed sun-dried tomatoes. One fourth tablespoon salt, one eighth tablespoon black pepper, 16 sliced Italian bread, two tablespoons freshly chopped oil, packed sun-dried tomatoes, especially finely chopped oil. What is finely chopped oil? If anyone knows, let me know. Combine fresh tomatoes, basil, three tablespoon oil, garlic, hmm, sun-dried tomatoes, salt and pepper in large bowl. Mix well. Let's stand at room temperature one hour for flavor to blend. Preheat oven to 375 degrees. 300, yep. Place bread on baking sheet. Brush remaining two tablespoon olive oil. One side of each bread slice. Bake six to eight minutes. Brush remaining two tablespoon oil, olive oil on one side of each bread slice. Bake to six to eight minutes or until toasted. 
Top each bread slice with one tablespoon tomato mixture. One mix, one cup, eight servings. We have six people, so in my house. I'm not sure how well that would go over. Ooh, tortilla cups of corn and black beans salad. Three tablespoons vegetable oil divided, one tablespoon salt divided, one half tablespoon chili powder, six inch flour tortillas. I don't have flour tortillas, but I have ones that I can eat. Sometimes that's all you can do. One chopped red bell pepper. I have those. One canned black beans rinsed and dried. One small ripe avocado diced. One half cup, one fourth cup lemon juice. One fourth cup freshly chopped C-I-L-A-N cilantro. Yeah, I don't think I could add that. One small jalapeno peppers, seed and minced. I actually like jalapeno peppers, so that would be fun with me. Treat oven to 350 degrees. Spread six standard two and a half inch muffin cups with non-stick cooking spray. Whisk one tablespoon oil, one half tablespoon salt and chili powder in small bowl until well blended. Stack tortillas wrap loosely in wax paper, microwave on high 10 to 15 seconds or dress until softened. Brush one side of each tortilla lightly with oil mixture, press into prepared cups, oiled side up. Bake about 10 minutes or till edges are golden brown. Cool in pan, two minutes. Remove to right rock to cool completely. Combine corn, bell pepper, beans, and avocado in large bowl. Whisk remains two tablespoon oil, one and a half tablespoon salt, lime juice, jalapeno, and small bowl until well blended. Add to corn mixture, toast gently to coat. Fill tutorial cups with salt. Salad, salad, sauce, no, salad, immediately. Tortilla cups and salad can be prepared ahead of time. Fill cups just before serving. Make six servings. Tip, for slightly larger tortilla cups, use the back of the muffin pan instead. Spray the back of a 12 cup muffin pan with non-stick cooking spray, soft the tortillas as brush with the oil mixture, then fit them between the six, fit them between the cups of the back of the muffin pan. Only about three will fit at one time, so two batches are required. Beat at 350 degrees, about eight minutes or until edges are golden brown. Now this one actually looked really good, which is soft garlic breadsticks. Okay, one and one half cup water, six tablespoons olive oil, or if you can't have olive oil, whatever you can have. Four cup all-purpose flour, two tablespoon sugar, one package or one fourth ounce active dry yeast. I have no idea where to get that. One, one half teaspoon salt, one, three fourth teaspoon corso salt, one fourth teaspoon garlic powder. Heat water and two tablespoons oil in small saucepan or microwave bowl to 110 to 115 degrees. Combine flour, sugar, yeast, and one one half teaspoon salt in large bowl of stand mixture. 
Beat on low speed to combine, add water mixture. Beat until dough begins to come together. Knead on low speed with dough hook about five minutes or until dough is smooth and elastic. Shape dough into a ball. Place in large greasy bowl, greased bowl. Turn to grease top. Cover and let rest in warm place about one hour or until doubled in size. Line two baking sheets with parchment paper spray with non-sticking with non-stick cooking spray. Punch down dough. For each breadstick, pull off piece of dough slightly larger than a golf ball, about two ounces, and roll between hands or on work surface into seven-inch long stick. Place on prepared baking sheet. Cover loosely and let rise in warm place about. 45 minutes or until doubled in size. Preheat oven at 400 Fahrenheit. Brush breadsticks with two tablespoon oil sprinkled with salt. Bake breadsticks 13 to 15 minutes or until golden brown. Stir garlic powder into remaining two tablespoons oil. Brush over breadstick immediately after removing from oven. Serve warm. Make about 16 breadsticks. It's actually making me hungry. Creamy cashew spread. Mm. Scotland pancakes. Pin pinto bread. Classic hummus. I found one hummus I can eat. Ooh. Wino patties with roasted red pepper sauce. I'll get back to that one because I can't pronounce it. Barbecue. Staten. Stockworth. Salad and vegetables. Ooh, okay. This one I actually wanted to try. Curd cauliflower and Brussels sprouts. Two pound cauliflower floaters. 12 ounce Brussels sprouts cut in half lightweight lengthways. One third cup of oil. Two tablespoon curry powder. One tablespoon salt, one half teaspoon black pepper, one half cup fresh cilantro. Preheat oven to 400 Fahrenheit. Line sheet pan with foil or spray with non-cooking spray. Combine cauliflower, Brussels sprouts, and oil in large bowl. Toss to coat. Sprinkle with curry powder, salt, and pepper. Toss to coat. Spread in single layers. Um, prepare pan. Roast 20 to 25 minutes or until golden brown. Stir ounce half through roasting. Transfer to serving bowl. Sprinkle with cilantro. Makes up to six to eight servings. I want to try it, but I also have no idea if I'm allergic to cilantro. Might have to be as you make it. Toasted peanut. Salad. I'm allergic to peanuts, but I will go over them. Sweet and savory potato salad. Mm, apple salad. Allergic to apples. I will go over different stuff later. Greek salad with tofu fetti. Mm, walnuts. Brussels sprouts with cranberries. I can't have cranberries. Or my lard. But I can have Brussels sprouts. 
balsamic butter nut squash. Can't have squash either. <laughs> Literally one of my problems. Green bean with garlic cilantro sauce. This actually doesn't sound bad, but I don't know if I can eat cilantro. So other than it being cilantro, it sounds decent. One one half pound green beans trim. Three tablespoon olive oil. One red bell pepper cut into thin strips. One half sweet onion, hoved and thinly sliced. I have to figure out what a sweet onion is. Two tablespoon minced garlic, one tablespoon salt, two tablespoon chopped fresh cilantro, black pepper. Don't know what cilantro is. Bring large saucepan of salted water to a boil over medium heat. Okay, wait. Bring large saucepan of salt water to a boil over medium heat. Okay. Add beans. Cook six minutes or until tender. Drain and return to saucepan. Meanwhile, heat oil in large skillet over medium heat. Medium high heat. Add bell pepper and onion. Cook and stir three minutes or until vegetables are tender but not brown. Add garlic. Cook and stir 30 seconds. <sighs> Add beans and salt. Cook and stir two minutes or until beans are heated through and coated. Stir in cilantro, season with black pepper, served immediately. Make four to six servings. See, other than the cilantro, I can have everything but the olive oil and cilantro, which is pretty decent. There's some recipes in here that I want to try and some on like colorful coleslaw. That's an interesting one. Crispy skillet potatoes. They remind me of my home fries. So I wonder if they're like my home fries or not. Let's see. Two tablespoons olive oil. Uh, again, can of olive oil. Four red potatoes cut into wedges. One half chopped onion. Two tablespoons lemon pepper seasoning. Two tablespoons lemon pepper seasoning. I guess I could add lemon and pepper together. Mm, one half teaspoon Heister salt, chopped fresh parsley, optional. Heat oil in large coat cast iron. Skillet over medium heat. Stir in potatoes, onions, lemon, pepper, seasoning, and salt. Cover and cook 25 to 30 minutes until potatoes are tender and brown. Turning occasionally. Sprinkle of parsley just before serving. Make four servings. See that one I could maybe eat. Okay, well, we are done this for now. Ooh, soups, black bean soup. Okay, you know, I'm just gonna go over some of the names because I have Jamaican black bean stew, white bean and tomatoes. Ooh, pasta e sisi. That actually looks good. Why does that look good? Now I'm confused. Okay, I'm gonna check this recipe out. Nope, nope, nobody, nope. Okay, I hope y'all have a great and wonderful day. I think I'm Saturday. I will see you Monday, I think. And the stuff you could be looking forward to on this podcast is probably stuff about the wrestling and sports. I'm going to try to talk about wrestling and sports. Where to try? 
try to talk about maybe some reality TV shows, some cooking, and I don't know. Oh, uh, games, video games. I have Game Informer. And other fun things. Okay, hope y'all liked. Hope y'all enjoyed. Ooh, I really want to talk about this one. Okay, but this is long. No. Okay, we're going to talk about it. No, we're not. Yes, we are. No, we're not. I can't decide. Oh my goodness gracious. <laughs> okay. Four tablespoon olive oil divided. One chopped onion. One carrot chopped. Hmm. One clove garlic mince. One fresh rosemary spring. Can't have rosemary. It's one thing I know I can't have. Um, one tablespoon salt. One can 15 ounce chickpea strain. Two vegetable broth of water. Or water. Okay, I have that. One can 28 ounces whole tomato strained and crushed. One bay leaf. One eighth teaspoon red pepper flakes. One cup uncooked. I have no idea what this is. O R E C C H I E E T T E. Black pepper chopped. Fresh parsley or basil. Ooh, I can have basil. Preheat. Nope. Heat three tablespoon oil in large saucepan over medium high heat. Add onion and carrot. Cook and stir ten minutes or until vegetables are softened. Add garlic, rosemary, and salt. Cook and stir one minute. Add chickpea with liquid. Broth, tomatoes, bay leaf, and red pepper flakes. Remove one cup mixture, place in food processor or blender. Process until smooth. Stir back into saucepan. Bring to a boil. Add pasta, reduce heat to medium and cook 12 to 15 minutes or until pasta is tender and mixture is creamy. Remove bay leaf and rosemary spring. Toast and season with additional salt and black pepper. If Desired, divide among bowls. Garnish with paisley and drizzle with remaining one teaspoon oil. Mix four servings. It doesn't look bad. The picture makes it look good. And I think I could improvise, but I have to ask my family, like, hey, can we go to the store and get what we need? To crush the tomatoes, take them out of the can one at a time and crush them between your fingers over the saucepan or casually chop them with a knife. My great-grandmother does that when she makes stewed tomatoes. She really does. Minestrone soup. Four bean chili. Ooh, I've been wanting to find a chili. Let's see if they have this. How long should I make this podcast? I feel like I should make it 45 minutes long, maybe 46. But I feel like that's too long, but I also feel like that's a short amount of time. I don't know. Help here. How long do y'all want this podcast to be? Do you want it to be longer, shorter, in between? Give me an idea of what you want to hear. I was going to say see because it rhymes, but then I realized y'all might not see this, which is funny because I'm being really weird. Okay, two tablespoons olive oil. I also might talk about internet stuff and funny stuff, but we'll see. One, okay, two tablespoons olive oil, substitute what you will. One, onion, freshly chopped. Two, medium carrots, chopped. One, red bell pepper, chopped. Three tablespoons chili powder. 
It's one thing I actually don't know. Two tablespoons ground cumin. I don't think I have cumin. I don't remember. Two tablespoons tomato paste. Two tablespoons packed dark brown sugar. Mmm, that one might be tougher. Three garlic cloves minced. I haven't had brown sugar in quite a while. One drained oregano. One tablespoon dried oregano. Jeez, I couldn't read that. One tablespoon salt. One can 28 ounce sliced tomato. One can 15 ounce tomato sauce. One can about 15 ounces small white bean rinse and drain. One can about 15 ounces light kidney beans rinsed and drained. One can about 15 ounces dark kidney beans rinsed and drained. One can about 15 ounce pinto beans rinsed and drained. One can vegetable broth. One can four ounces diced min mild green chills. One ounce unsweetened bacon chocolate chopped. Wait, one ounce unsweetened bacon chocolate chopped? I can't eat chocolate. So what am I supposed to do with that? Okay, I have to find out if there's something I could substitute that with. If anyone knows, let me know. I can't eat chocolate. I'm allergic to chocolate. And cider vinegar. I have to be careful. I can't have like apple cider vinegar. I'm allergic to apples. Ha! Heat oil in large saucepan or Dutch oven. Or Dutch oven over medium high heat. Add onion, carrot, and bell pepper. Cook 10 minutes or until vegetables are tender. Stir frequently. Add chili powder, cumin, tomato paste, brown sugar, garlic, oregano, salt. Cook and stir one minute. Stir in tomatoes, tomato sauce, beans, broth, chilies, and chocolate. I need to figure out what I can do about this chocolate part. Bring to a boil, reduce heat to medium simmer, 20 minutes stirring occasionally, stir in vinegar. Makes eight to 10 servings. Y'all do realize I'm not even gonna remember where we finished this book. I'm gonna have to start from the beginning. Lento soup. Okay, now we're just gonna read them. Rainbow vegetable stew. West African peanut soup. Sorry, can't have peanuts. Creamy tomato soup. Maybe. I mean, it gives me gastritis badly, but I also still like it. Okay, rebel. Okay. R I B O L L I T A. Triscan bread soup. Bread soup? Hmm. Sandwiches, tacos, and rocks. Farrow veggie burger. Eggless egg salad sandwich. That actually sounds interesting. Eggless egg salad sandwich. That doesn't sound horrible. Mushroom tofu burger. Mm, I'm not sure. Sesame ginger tofu bahamin. Okay, cauliflower tacos with chipotle cream. Chipotle cream. Meh. Chickpea salad. That doesn't look awful. Linto burger. Not sure if I like Linto's burgers. Spinach veggie wrap. Eh. Sloppy Joe's. Maybe. I tried to make my own Sloppy Joe recipe once and it was a disaster. So maybe if I have an actual recipe, it'll work. <sighs> mm. Stanton fettuccine wraps. 
curries, noodles, and stir fry. A zucchini noodle stir fry. I don't think I can have zucchini anymore. It was really weird. I had like allergic reaction to some type of. Mm, what are they? <laughs> I can't even remember. Saba stir fry. Saba? Soba stir fry. Green curry with tofu. My stepdad might like it. It has rice and some vegetables. Roasted fennel, fennel and spaghetti. Maybe. Not sure. Madpo tofu. Spinach artichoke lasagna. I have not tried artichokes yet to know if I'm allergic to them. But if I'm not, that actually would be great to eat. I've been wanting to try lasagna and I try making it on my own. Just from like whatever I thought would be good. It was weird. Summer spaghetti. Ooh, summer spaghetti sounds a little fancy, doesn't it? Cold peanut noodles with demaram diorum. Mushroom garnet granite. Vegetable rice noodle stir fry. I actually don't think I can eat those. I had a noodle side try. Pumpkin curry. I'm like a pumpkin mac and cheese. Uh, I just do the basic normal mac and cheese that are for like most people, but there's no like meat in my mac and cheese. No bacon. There's two mac and cheeses I do, baked and I call it one pot. Even I need two for my tomatoes. So one pot for the mac and cheese, but that's beside the point. Fried cauliflower rice. Roasted squash with Thai Comstock Quinto Peanut Presto on Saba Pesto Fettuccine Maybe Maybe I could get away with it Ooh Linto Bolgolinus B-O-L-O-G-N-E-S-E Ooh, it doesn't look horrible. That would be interesting. Right now we're just going over names. Ooh, uh, Q-U-I-N-O-A. Burrito bowls. Roasted chickpea and sweet potato bowl. Doesn't look terrible. Tofu satay bowl. Not really sure what is on that tofu. It looks like tomato, tofu, and I actually don't know if I'm allergic to mushrooms. I haven't tried them yet. Red bean and rice with pickled carrots and cucumber. Cucumber. Ooh, I'm all allergic, but it makes me gag. I get physically sick when I eat them. Dragon tofu. Literally every time I have cucumber and pickles, I throw up or about to. Pinto some rice. Roasted vegetable ramen bowl. I have a ramen that I do like. I haven't had it in a while, but I do have a ramen. Fair grape and roasted carrot bowl. Chickpea tiki marsala. Peanut butter tofu bowl. Sesame noodle bowl. Kosher bro? Crusher. 
You sure? Oh, something that I can never have because of my allergies to basically everything. Desserts. Pineapple upside down cake. I'm allergic to pineapples. Coconut milk ice cream. I can have coconuts, but no chocolate. Chocolate almond crispy treats. That would kill me in five seconds. Easy orange cake. Orange no butter, butter cream frosting. Maybe. It depends what it is. Carrot ginger cupcakes. Maybe. But no peanuts. Mixed berry crisp. My grandma made us a berry crisp for winter solstice. Apple cake. Can't have apple cake. Coconut peanut butter and quinto truffles. Mm -hmm. Sounds so good, but I can't eat it. Triple ginger cookies. Don't know if I'm allergic to ginger. Double chocolate cookies and cream masseuse. Glazed applesauce spice cake. Uh -huh. Berry lemon cornmeal crumble. Chai brown rice pudding. Maybe? I'm not sure. It depends what the pudding is. Chocolate cake. Y'all are killing me here. But these are good ideas for um, vegan people. So like if you have a vegan friend or someone who can't eat egg because they're allergic. I could make these for like family and relatives. Palm rhubarb crumble, but not for myself. Chocolate chip cookies and the index. So I really will read this whole thing front to back for all of you. I'm excited for some of these. Okay, it says vegan diet, explain. Does it come from an animal, yes or no? Yes, do not eat, no, eat it. Honey seems innocent enough, but since it is made by bees, it is considered an animal product and therefore not vegan. It is easy to replace, just use maple syrup or agu nectar instead. I eat honey because I'm allergic to it. But I could try this nectar. But I'm not vegan, like I stated. I'm a vegetarian. I eat honey, milk, cheese, and egg is super complicated with me. Vegan F-A-Q-S. Is it hard to become vegan? Is a vegan diet expensive? Must I take vitamin supplements? Some people do, some people don't. Do I have to give up chocolate? What do I tell friends who invite me to dinner? What about eating out? But I love to bake. How can I do that without eggs or milk? What about bread? Is yeast vegan? The healthy vegan diet. More of the good stuff. The protein problem that isn't. Mm, tips to keep vegan diets interesting. I'm just reading what we're going to go through. Iron. Maybe it could give me some B12 ideas because I can't eat much of B12. Which is ironically funny because, like, I can't have nuts if that doesn't help. Vitamin B12 is found 
only in animal foods. Fortunately, there are many vegan foods that are fortified with this important vitamin responsible for cell division and blood formation. Check labels, but dairy-free milk, cereal, meat, substitutes, and natural yeast are often fortified. You could also take a supplement. The good news is that we require only a small amount of B12 and can store and recycle it. However, absorption rates of B12 from food or supplement can vary from 50% to 0.5%. Consult a doctor or nutritionist if you are concerned. My problem is every time I go to my get my blood work done, my vitamin B12 or my vitamin D are low. And because I do not eat meat, and I wasn't trying to eat, like, I couldn't, I was trying to go on a vegan diet that didn't work. It was really bad. Like, I tried to go on a full vegan diet, and unfortunately with my allergies, it just doesn't work. I'm allergic to oats. I'm allergic to a lot of food. If you want to know that, I can tell you, but we'll be here all day discussing it. Literally. We'll never leave. But that's a whole nother podcast. I mean, that'll give me 45 minutes. Protein, uh, soy produce, whole grains, lentils, legumes. See, I have the hard time, like, calcium, almonds, broccoli, orange juice, kale, tofu, vitamin B12, enriched dairy-free milks, enriched nutrition yeast. I can't have cereal either, so I'm allergic to dye, so <laughs> it's almost impossible for me. Okay, dairy-free milk, dairy-free margarita, margarine, there's dairy-free everything, but I've looked into it and a lot of it has stuff I'm allergic to in it. So the reason I have become a full-fledged vegan is because I'm allergic to vegan food. Dairy-free sour cream and yogurt. I can't eat yogurt or sour cream. No, I can have sour cream, I just can't have yogurt. And some of the dairy products have, non-dairy products have in it because I can't eat apples that would kill me what about cheese yeah most of vegan cheese has apple in it that I found baking without butter or eggs what oh, is so hard I've tried there's a good thing there's recipes in here so that I can try for again and see what people think but I can't eat it tofu and friends tofu tempa no, I don't know if I can eat tempa I think I had an allergic reaction to it. Textured soy protein. Kale. Natural yeast. Coconut milk. I don't know if I can have coconut milk. I think we looked at it and there was something in it that I was allergic to. Flax seeds. See, I have to be so careful. Walnuts can't have walnuts. And then we're back to the very beginning of the book. So we will go over all these recipes in the very beginning of this book and talk about what they say about a vegan diet. And again, I'm not vegan, but because of my allergies and my food habits, I have a weird mixture of vegetarian and vegan food options that don't really go together. I was gonna make this 45 minutes long and now I'm not sure. I mean, it's 41. That's long enough, right? I'm kind of tired. Kind of not tired. Kind of like hyper, not hyper and all of it. It was just kind of like boom, 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 boom. It's a little exhausting to be honest. But I 
have gotten a lot done today. Check out my YouTube channel. Check out my other podcast if you want. Check out my Patreon. Check out my book on Amazon and excuse me. Yeah, my lunch was weird, so my burping is from probably my lunch. I didn't have the healthiest lunch, but it wasn't the worst lunch. I had some bread, some cheesy snack, and a little bit of orange, uh, mandarin orange uh, snack. But not mandarin. Probably tomorrow. Okay. I hope y'all had a great and wonderful weekend because I will see you Monday. And uh, reminder, I do this Monday. Wednesday, <laughs> Friday, and Saturday. Okay, and if you want to hear other podcasts from me, you could check out, well, I do podcasts all week long. I have four of them now. <laughs> Yay, awesome. Okay, bye for now, I think. Over and out, if I can stop talking for five seconds. Okay, I'm just hyper. I'm gonna log off, hopefully. Hi there, I am the Susan Anna Mae O'Hagan, and you can check out my YouTube channel, the S-U-S Anna O'Hagan, sweetie M's U-N-I-Q-U-E-L slots. Then you can check out my website, the Moon Queen of Gems, where services you get are terrorists, ghost rocks, astrology, handmade terror decks, Spells, jewelry, potion, crystal grid reading, and also explain the different meanings of crystals. I love to give people tarot card readings. You'll have the price list, and you can find my email. And then you can check out my other website, which is the anime. Webbook.com. It's called Sweetie M Handmade Crafts. Where I make handmade hats, handmade earrings, art, pendant shirts, decorative pillows, bookmarks, bandana socks, fake glasses, craft bowls, pearls, stickers, and handmade cards, keychains, headbands. Then you have necklaces, bracelets, stuffed animal pals, bone anime dolls, 3D prints, sandals. Then also check Sweetie Moon Party, which is Sweetie Moon Party's web. Sweetie Moon Parties, I love dressing up and doing photography. I am new to party. Hello, I am Anime, which is another name I use. I do Cossack cosplay, which has Addison, Princess Belle, Binks, Lizard, Corella DeVille, Dog, Cat, Party Crafters, Harry Sanderson, Waterford Pierce, Witch, Pirate. I offer Cossack cosplay, party characters, party planners, and photography. Then you can also check out art of mixed medium of all kinds, Susanna. Hardcover. It's under Susanna May Oakley. 
which, like I get, I go by different names. Then you can check out Moon Queen of Gems on my A-class, which I talk about Reddit stories, spells, tarot cards, five out of Freddy's, astrology, moons, favorite, um, different things like that. Then you could talk about, check out, not so bad, sweet anime, uniquely I talk about food and history. Creepy history, to be exact, like guillotine, different things. Then you can talk, uh, check out, talk, check out, my other APAS that is connected to my Patreon, which is uniquely you always, where I have been talking about the boy in the box, had a case, had a name, Katie Beer kidnapping, guillotine. Which is the lore, TV that goes on. The other one is just history, random history. This one has random history. Like, guillotine, hang, hide, spiders. The WWE has been switched over to uniquely you always the Adam's Comics, which is where the WWE spell is coming to play. But here, right now, is my pirate history thing of creepy things, which is the WWE Smackdown with Steve Ball news of Some of those will be changed around. So, like, uniquely, you always will have creepy history and solved cases. We're on my Patreon. I talk about unsolved. And that's so fabulous. We'll talk about just basic history that kind and And uniquely, you always will talk about wrestling, sports, whatever I want, news, whatever I want, like moon, you know, gems, whatever you need in my life, tarot cards, five dead friends, creepy things, ghosts, whatever. And if you have a kid, you could check out my Gummy Bears podcast land, my Gummy Bears YouTube channel as well. You can also check out my Facebook, which is linked in my YouTubes. I also do a YouTube short, which can be loaded at the SUS and short OHAVIS BDM unit, which is literally almost the same, but like I random short videos mostly about my dog and my cat, sometimes about my daughter. And I've put in a few podcasts and a few other animal facts, but a lot of it is Sometimes it'll be a quick test this product if I only have one product. Or test this crap. So yes, these are the different things I've been doing. Also check out my stories that are going to be published. Hopefully every month or um depending on how I feel, maybe two per month. We'll see. I hope you all enjoy and like my podcast. And I hope it has gotten better over time. And let's give ourselves Thank you.
Okay, let's continue talking about tacos. Tacos, tacos, As soon as my computer gives me the okay to do so. Although the majority of people believe that, oh no, we already talked about that, the taco. The taco originated in Mexico long before the adventure to Spain. One of the most well-known examples of Tex-Mex food can be found in the United States and is known as breakfast tacos. These tacos are stuffing soft corn and flour tortillas with meat and eggs. Although rice is not generally included in tacos, you are free to include it in your meal if you like. So, the other side, the shran, is frequently included in the burrito. In the same way that wealthy Mexicans first from the 19th century enjoyed bread, NASA did as well. However, the crumbs caused an intolerable mess in a world with zero gravity. We observe National Taco Day annually on October 4th in honor of this momentous occasion. We invite you to join us for dinner as we establish establishment on that day. Light lunch is the meaning of taco word, which is pretty amazing if you take into account the fact that people prefer to stuff the tacos with different kinds of unique and sometimes heavy content. You could not only consume tacos, but also watch them while they are in the pre-perception stage. 1914 was the year that saw the first appearance of a taco dish in the English cookbook. It is economically and simple to produce. I have no idea what that noise is. Creepy. Okay, let's continue talking about tacos. You can not only consume tacos, but also watch them while they are in the preparation stage. 1914 was the year that saw the first appearance of a taco dish in an English cookbook. It is economically and simple to produce these days. The Barrio Taco used beef, which simmers in a flavorful broth. However, in the past, these typically prepare it with either goat or lamb. People believe that the founder of Taco Bell thought the U-shaped crisp taco shell. We believe that he's the first person to cook the shell ahead of time. Awesome. During the eating process, people usually use tacos as a, a tor- tortilla as scoops for either beans or chili. The woman would send food for the man laboring in the field, which they would wrap up in tortillas. People all over the world love tacos, from kids to adults. Everyone likes to have a piece of it. The above-mentioned fun facts about tacos are a result of accurate research on tacos. 
check. Fascinating facts about tacos. Tacos are delicious. That is a fact you may already know, especially if you have tasted the food from a popular taco restaurant. But what about the taco facts that you don't know? Do you know where tacos originated? Do you know the size of the world's largest taco? To learn more about taco history and other fun facts about your favorite Mexican food. Let's see if we have an ad break for today. Our sponsor, ad break, ad break, ad break, ad break. Sponsor, 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 sponsor. And before we go to ad breaks or sponsors, let's get a little bit of a majority of people believe that eating tacos at any time of the day is okay, but this in fact is this distinguished taco hour each day. Still, tradition in Mexico, the text that people need to consume, A-N-T-O-J-I-T-O-S, and to jolt in the afternoon. Or seafood tacos should be consumed during lunch. Oh. The original fusion taco was considered a, a consisted of Korean BBQ covered in squirrel. Was the brainchild of Roy and his colleague Mark M. who ran a taco shop. The taco originated in Mexico long before the advent of this family. It is believed that native people who live in the city of Mexico consumerly consume tacos stuffed with varieties of tiny fish. Huh, I didn't know people were fishing back then. There's a lack of creation evidence of concrete evidence of the history of the taco and most Hypotheses regarding the origin of the word in its culinary context are purely speculative. One of the best things about taco is their adaptability. You can almost put anything you want inside them, which is so true. I've done that, and it's really cool. Okay. I'm going to do the rest of this tomorrow. I'm sorry it wasn't longer. Tomorrow will be the whole version. Let's see if we have 
let's see if we have an ad break for today. Our sponsor, ad break, ad break, ad break, ad break, sponsor, 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 sponsor. And before we go to ad breaks or sponsors, let's get a little bit of a Sorry if I butchered that. I can barely read English. My Spanish is so hard. At best, you know, so so, not great. I see it. Like, eh. that can also be put into a taco. Sometimes a taco is made with salsa or spicy sauce. Tacos are popular in the United States. Many fast food chains in the United States, such as Taco Bell, Del Taco, and Jack in the Box, Del Taco. I like tacos, but I make them vegetarian, which is actually not that hard, which is super weird, because usually eating tacos hard, not this one. 25 facts about tacos for kids. Why are tacos so special? Why do Americans love tacos? What makes them worth trying? When is the National Taco Day? You will learn all about tacos in these 25 fun facts. About tacos for kids. Unless you're one of the many more kids in the world who simply adore tacos, then there is reasonable possibility. But you already know one thing about these traditional foods from Mexico. They are not worryingly delicious. Tacos are typically and traditionally dished in Mexico, a tortilla is rolled or wrapped around a filling, 
And then the pinch, finished product is called a burrito. Oh, if you pinch it, there's a burrito version, which is good too. We could talk burritos about it another day. I have different ways I do tacos versus burritos. Those who had it regularly receive the nutrition and energy need to carry out the daily activities, making a staple meal. That's why some people go Taco Tuesday. Tacos are delicious. Okay, people consume 4.5 billion tacos annually in the United States. I support on nationaltacoday.com. Not only do Americans enjoy tacos, but they also frequently visit Taco Bell restaurants. When talking about Taco Bell, we should mention that the brand began in 1954 as just a burger shop. Because they were located in a primary Hispanic area, they eventually began selling hard tacos. We can also translate the term like lunch as slug or wad. There are other possible translations such as slug, P-L-U-G, but light lunch is the most common one. Lamb, shurren, shurren. L-A-M-B. S-H-A-W-A-R-M-A came into Mexico by Spanish immigrants in the year 1930, which is where tacos de poster got its start. Wow, I cannot pronounce. I really gotta take another Spanish class. It's been forever. Jeez Louise. On November 20, 2011, in the Mexican state of, oh boy, Q-U-E-R-E-C-A-R, there was an attempt to build the world's giant taco. Now that had to be so cool to check me. To measure 246 feet in length and had continued stuff with it for the stuffing that is so cool. In 1905, which is when they introduced tacos for the first time in the country, they were the first people in the city to operate their own food stamp, and the rest is old history. Wow, that's actually so interesting. I did not know this stuff.
welcome back. I am your host, the Susan Anime O'Hagan, or you could call me Anime. Today on Gummy Bears Podcast Land, my kid-friendly podcast, we are going to talk about banana facts. That's right, I decided to talk about bananas. Banana float in water, float in water because they are less dense in comparison. Bananas are one of the most popular fruits in the American diet. Bananas grow on plants that are officially considered an herb. The banana is actually classified as a berry. Okay. A cluster, a cluster of bananas is called a hand, while a single banana is called a finger. Bananas are naturally slightly radioactive. Bananas can float in water. Bananas contain a natural chemical called S-E-R-O-T-O-N-I-A, which makes people happy. A strawberry is not a berry, a banana is. Berries are made of 75% water. Indiana produces more bananas than any other country. Oh, India. Humans are 50% identical to bananas as they share about half of the same DNA. Bananas have been depicted in ancient Egypt, H-I-E-R-O-L-I-P-H-S. More songs have been written about bananas than any other fruit.
hope you all enjoyed this educationally fun podcast. You could check out my Gummy Bears pod YouTube channel as well. And now I'm going to say over and out. See you next time. I hope. Love you all. Heart my fans.